Uh, thank you for joining me. Like I say, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create visual content that helps them stand out on social media, but that could be video, animation, aerial work, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business necessarily had the budgets to have regular content created for them on social media. But social media is all about being consistent. So how could I help them? And there's coaches that I wanted to work with and there's life coaches and different people understand what content they could create themselves for free. I sat down, I came up with a process, I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. It is effectively taking some of the best stuff that other people have talked about in the past, stuff that I was talking about for years as well, and amalgamating it all into one book. It went to number one on Amazon, which is no big thing, but um, it's still available now and you can get hold of it with a copy of it in the section below for like 99p um, on Amazon. Just go and click on the link down there. Um, but basically it takes you through everything from marketing planning, all the way through to podcasting and the stuff that happens in between as well. And most importantly, for you as a brand, as a business, as a business owner, probably a solopreneur right now, it also helps you understand what you can do, not only for free, but that doesn't take too much time to do. You might have to learn a few skills in the process, but a lot of it will not take you a long time to do. It's about making the content you've got work harder for you in the first place. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Hopefully you're going to enjoy today's subject matter. I'm going to talk to you about social media and customer care. Now, the reason I'm going to talk to you about those, those things is, um, well, I've had an experience recently, and we're coming into the weekend when I feel social media is probably at its most powerful for brands and for businesses because so many brands and businesses switch off their social media when it comes to the weekend. They work a five-day week. Social media doesn't work a five-day week. So you'll get a lot of brands and businesses who will get derogatory comments or somebody complaining about something or somebody doing something really positive for the brand, and that person will not be recognized until the following Monday, giving them either 48 hours to go, oh, well, you don't really care about me, or 48 hours to stew on what it is that's really annoyed them about your brand and your business and not get that response from you. I think social media is a really powerful tool on the weekend, especially in the world of customer care. So my example to you is, and this has got a happy ending, um, we have a Dyson. We bought a Dyson when we first moved into our flat a few years ago, and it was a DC40, or is a DC40, and um, it's been brilliant, absolutely great. We've had to change little bits and pieces on it now and again um, because bits are broken, but what have you, but it was, it was great hoover. Then the inevitable happened, and there's two little pipes in it, they're called changeover pipes, and they're just impossible to get to. You need the right tools, you need the right kits, and if you don't take things off and put them back properly, then it won't work correctly. And it really truly needed an engineer to do this. So these two these two pipes needed changing. So I contacted Dyson and was like, "Can well, actually, first of all, I contacted a bunch of engineers in the local area to where I live, which is in Andover. Nobody responded, full stop whatsoever. No answer machine messages came back to me on, no emails, nothing. Obviously, they didn't want my business. So I contacted Dyson and looked on their website and they did a service. So I went to Dyson and said, we would like to have a service. 
don't really want to sit on the phone line for an hour and a half, which was the waiting time. I'd much rather just get this booked in through your email system. And I got no response. So I gave it a week and still no response. So I emailed them again and there was no response. So I contacted them on Twitter and there was no response. So I DM'd them on Twitter and there was no response. And it took another week before anybody came back to me on Twitter to say, this isn't an automated system with easy response. This is a real human and we take out, we don't have the time to respond to everybody really quickly. So don't expect quick responses, which number one, piss me off, obviously. But I explained the situation to them and we got our Hoover booked in for a service and it was to be collected a couple of weeks ago on a Wednesday. I took the whole day off, didn't go out doing any filming. I had some jobs that had come in. I cancelled all of them and said, I'm staying home. I've got to get this in to with the courier and get it sent away so that we can get this sorted because we hadn't been able to Hoover for ages. We've been sweeping. We've got hard floors, but you need a Hoover. So um, the courier didn't turn up. I sat home all day, no courier, nobody turned up, nothing at all. Really annoying. So at this point, we were into like week number five, and this was getting ridiculous that a brand and a business as big as Dyson couldn't man their email systems properly or respond to tweets instantly or at least within an hour. They didn't have like a brand, a billion pound brand doesn't have a social media team to respond to their their messages instantly or like I say, within an hour. It just boggles the mind. So I sent another message and this time I was a little bit more snarky and basically pointed out that I am a freelancer. I had taken time off. My business had been without me for a whole day. That needed to be invoiced or was there some way that they could help rectify the situation and get the hoover that we've got serviced much more quickly because I just wanted to get it done. They didn't respond. Now, I just so happened to have a phone call as well from one of their engineers to ring up and find out what the situation was with the Hoover so that I could talk him through it and see if he could talk us through any fixes. He couldn't, obviously. So I texted him. He's the only person I've got good customer service from up until this point from Dyson. And he was absolutely brilliant. An engineer called Steve, absolutely fantastic. He said, leave it with me. He went off. He came back. He said, don't know what happened with the courier service. Really, really sorry. But what I've done is I've got it rebooked in again for this coming Wednesday. Um, I'm really sorry. I can't do anything any sooner. But we'll get it collected that day and we'll get it serviced. Brilliant. So it was kind of a good outcome. It got even better. On the Monday, even though they've been slow to it, Dyson kind of won me over by coming back to me on Twitter eventually and saying, really sorry to hear about the situation. We want to offer you a full exchange. So we got a completely new Hoover the other day from Dyson rather than getting our serviced just through social media. And they kept me happy through that process. Now, don't get me wrong. They could have really worked on this system a lot quicker. They could have had somebody manning the system fast and been able to respond to these messages. But they won me over as a customer, somebody who was getting angrier and angrier, but trying to find different ways around stuff to get a solution. Now, I would have not even got angry if they'd had somebody manning their social media 
And this is what I'm trying to say to you as a brand, as a business. You cannot afford to just assume this thing is only on five days a week. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not expecting you to spend your entire weekend with this in your hand and going through all the messages that you might get or putting content out on social media. You could put content out on social media, maybe even schedule it for a weekend. What I am saying is you need to turn on your notifications just on a weekend so that when you do get a message coming in, be it good or bad, you're able to stop that level of annoyance, that level of bad-mouthing potentially happening. Now, I didn't go out and bad-mouth Dyson on my social media, but their slow response could have led to me doing that. Now, they don't know who I am, and they don't know who I know, I could know some of the biggest social influencers on the planet who would see my message and go, Simon, this is disgraceful, and tweet it out to their entire audiences. That could be millions of people seeing that derogatory message. So what I'm saying is make sure you've got your notifications turned on on your phone this weekend. The weekend is not necessarily an option for social media to switch off because it doesn't. It works 365 days a year, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So make sure that once you've got those notifications turned on, that as soon as you possibly can do, and I'm not saying leave it 48 hours till the Monday, that's not as soon as you can. As soon as you can, respond to that message. If it's somebody saying something positive, go back to them and just say, thank you so much, that's really kind of you to say. If it's somebody saying something bad or they're complaining about a product or something they've bought from you is broken, just ease the pain and stop them thinking that you don't care about them just by diving in there and just saying, really sorry to hear this. Obviously, it's the weekend, but as soon as Monday hits, I promise I will get this sorted for you. And as a small brand, as a small business, you cannot afford to not do that. And it takes 30 seconds out of your day. It's not like it's going to take a long time. So what I'm saying, please, I've said it over and over again, Turn the notifications on on your phone this weekend. If you're selling products on a regular basis, turn your notifications on. Help those people not get pissed off with you. I hadn't gone out and posted anything about Dyson, but I could have done. But their customer care and their customer systems, probably a lot of work needs to be done on them. But the the way they resolved the situation appeased me kept us happy, especially my wife, who was really getting cheesed off. But we we got to a solution. And to be honest, it's a better solution than even having the Hoover service. Don't get me wrong. It's an amazing solution, a brand new Dyson. Thank you very much to Dyson. Um, But even just having been able to get the the Hoover serviced would have been absolutely fine. And that would have been a, a solution enough. Just I wanted it to get done and I wanted responses from them. I just wanted them to come back to me and actually respond as if they gave a damn rather than being this billion-pound company who it felt like didn't give a shit about me at the time when I was complaining. So, yeah, you're not a multi-billion-pound company either, so you've got no excuses. Turn your notifications on and respond to people, especially those negative comments, because you can beat that down. I'm not saying respond to trolls. I'm saying any customers who come along and say, or the service was terrible, or my product's broken, I'm really not happy, go back to them, respond to them. Negative stuff is like having a free consultant and telling you what's wrong with your business. Now, it might not necessarily 
sit well with you and it might not necessarily be brilliant feedback sometimes it might be oh this particular product gave me a rash well these things happen and sometimes allergic reactions happen and we did warn you and blah 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 but if it's somebody complaining about the way it's been packaged or the way it arrived or how slow the delivery was it's things that you can go right i can work on that i can sort that out i've got a friend who's bought some protein bars they've still not arrived three weeks later and the company are very very slow to respond to any correspondence from him now for me it just feels obvious as a brand and as a business doing something like that that every order you got in on a day you get it packaged you get it parceled you get it the labeling done you post it out the next day done but you'd be amazed how many brands and businesses don't do that Anyway, right, let's move on. We're going to go to your questions today. If you've got any questions at all about social media, about video, um, about social media on a weekend, uh, please feel free to drop them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on at the moment. We're live on Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and a bunch of groups on Facebook as well. So thank you very much for joining me this Friday. Um, and so, yeah, let's have a look at what questions we've had come through. So on Twitter, uh, Dr. Nicola, founder of Natura Emporium. She wants to know how to drum up viewers, as that's what put her off live. She doesn't want to sit there talking to herself. I do it on a regular basis. Every live I do is not consumed by hundreds of thousands of people. It's not even con consumed by tens of people. But I do know that once I've done the live, people will still go and watch that content. So, for example, my live the other day with Alan on YouTube had nine views on YouTube. It has now done almost 100 views on YouTube in the space of a couple of days just because I know people will go and watch that content after the event. And that's the same on all the other platforms that I go live on as well. So what I would say to you is don't worry about who's coming onto your live unless you're doing a q a and it's a live q a and you're not getting any questions in and even then you could make some questions up and then hopefully that would entice people to ask questions for the next q a when you're giving them an opportunity to know when it is but just have that subject matter part of the how to nine times your social media process which you can still download for like 99p um is basically live video but how do you create live video? You know what you're going to talk about. How do you know what you're going to talk about? You've written a blog first. You write the blog. The blog gives you the subject matter. You talk about the subject matter in your live video. It doesn't matter if nobody joins you. You're giving loads and loads of value. That content will then sit on your business page on Facebook, your um, business group on Facebook. It will sit on your LinkedIn account if you've got LinkedIn Live available to you. It can sit on, you, on your YouTube account, and people can come and watch that content as and when they want and get value from it. So that's number one. Don't worry about nobody coming to join your live broadcast and necessarily ask you questions or drop any comments into the content. The other thing that you can do to try and help drum up viewers is obviously tell people you're going to go live. Now, you need to know you're going to do that way in advance. So people know I go live on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Friday. Now, I can't guarantee what time's on a Monday and a Friday. I'm daddy daycare. It's just whenever nap time happens. On a Wednesday, I am live at 12-ish, and I go live and do my, my broadcast. So people know I'm going to be live those days. So... What I do is I have a schedule 
and that schedule is on my different social media channels so people can see that. I tell people I'm going to go live. On the day I'm going to go live, I post what I'm going to go live about. I also post the thumbnail, that kind of stuff. But the schedule is the really important thing to this. It's the same with anything. Now, I admit I struggle to stick to a schedule on a Monday and a Friday for good reason. But look at somebody like EastEnders or Neighbours or Home and Away or The News. Those programs would not perform as well if they were at different times on different days. So last week, for example, EastEnders live on Tuesday and on Thursday at 7.30 in the evening. But this week it'll be live on Wednesday and on Monday and at 2.30 in the afternoon and 9 o'clock in the evening. And then the week after, next week, it's going to be live on Monday and on Saturday at 8 o'clock in the morning on the Monday and 10 o'clock in the evening on the Saturday. The audience are not going to want to be messed around and watch that content all over the place no matter how good that content might be to them so they end up not watching so for you what you need to do is put a schedule into place for your content so people know when you're going to go live it just puts that level of confidence that that content's going to always be there for them it also helps build a connection between you and the audience because they know you when you're going to be there and like i said they might not watch live don't expect them to watch live. But they do know that if you go live on a Monday at four o'clock every week without fail, they know when they get home from work and put the kids to bed and they want to sit down and consume some content at eight o'clock on Monday night, they can sit down and watch your video because they know it's going to be there. So think of it that way. Treat your content like a soap opera. <laughs> Would it work better if it was sporadically all over the place? Or would it work better if it was on a schedule on a particular day at a particular time? Of course it would. And all content would work like that better if people could consume stuff. They're still nice to do organic bits and pieces. But that one specific piece of content that is right around what your brand is talking about that week, make sure it's done on a schedule. You could still go live when you're walking in, in a park or what have you and you're going oh i love the smell of the conkers in autumn i don't know um and do that but that's what i would recommend dr nicola give that a try but don't worry about there not being an audience when you first go live it really doesn't matter because it will come and consume the content later it sits on your platforms forever so they can consume that content at any time it's nice to go live it's good for the algorithm and if you do get people lots of people watching and lots of people watching for a long time the platforms will push your content out to more people awesome but it's not the be all and end all okay next question coming in from from the garden of change coaching if you're about to do something really different how best is it to get people's attention ah, that's a really difficult question to answer because you have not really got enough of background there um because I don't know what it is that you're thinking you're going to do different. Is it like a shoe company who've decided that they're going to continue to sell shoes, but also sell umbrellas or socks? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the best answer to that, the best way to get people's attention is to know where your audience is. I think that's probably the answer I should give, is if you don't know who your audience is, you don't know where they're hanging out. If you don't know where they're hanging out, you don't know what type of content to create for them either. If you don't know what type of content to create for them, you're ending up with a scattergun marketing approach where you're just putting out shit and hoping some of it might potentially stick if you're lucky. Know who your avatar is, know where they're hanging out, know what kind of content they're going to consume, 
know what kind of stuff they're going to enjoy seeing and put that content out to them so that they know this new different thing is going to be happening. If it's a completely change of angle of your business, then you still need to go and find out where the new avatar is going to be hanging out and tell them that this new content is going to be happening because the old people might follow through, but you want the new people to be coming in because they're the ones that you're aiming at. Um, bit of a, like I said, a bit of a difficult question. Hopefully I've given you a, a roundabout answer there regarding the change coaching. Fingers crossed. I don't know. I've, I'm hoping I have done. Uh, let's have just another quick look, make sure we haven't got any other questions here. Not on there. Hey, good afternoon to Ed, who's just joined us. Thank you very much for uh, joining us on the live, Ed. Um, as well as anybody else, if you are brand new, please do stick your questions into the comments. Um, I'll either answer them right now if they come in very quickly, or we will answer them on the next live, which will be on Monday at an unknown time, because, as I say, uh, we work around um, nap times. And also Monday is his second birthday. So we'll be doing some celebrating stuff. Anyway, right, I am going to disappear. I'm going to go and have my coffee. I'm going to go and have a small break from drawing and painting all morning. And I will catch you guys on Monday. But until then, thank you so much for watching as always. It does amaze me that people come and watch this content on a regular basis, even if it's just flitting in and out and just seeing bits and pieces. It still is absolutely awesome. Whatever platform you're on, please do click the like button. Click that share button as well. Make sure that your audience gets to know about this content. Keep growing the community. Keep getting more and more people consuming this content. Keep getting more and more questions coming in. I know not everybody is willing to put their hand up in the classroom and say, I've got a question. Can I ask it? Put it in the comments. But somebody else might do that and ask the question that you're burning to ask, but you don't put your hand up and ask. So share this content with your community, and who knows what questions might get asked in the next live. But until then, thank you so much for watching as always, and please continue to stay safe. It is a really, really weird time at the moment. I will catch you on Monday. Have a good, bye. This was a Perception Studios production.